Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. On this week's Wellness Wednesday, we are going to talk a little bit about meal prepping. So this is, again, as always, a huge topic. Anything in nutrition, wellness, fitness can expand well beyond what we can cover in a real quick episode during the week. But I wanted to kind of breach this topic and just talk about a few little tips and ideas that you can bring into your week to include more meal preparation to help you stay on track with whatever health and fitness goals that you have. So this episode's not going to be super structured. Just have a little bit of a chat about a few things that I kind of wrote down that I thought might be helpful for somebody who's just starting out their journey in meal prepping. So if you're if you're trying to tackle some more nutrition goals and you're trying to get more consistent with what you're eating or making sure that you are eating as a nurse or that you're bringing lunch instead of relying on what is at the hospital, you know, whether that's potluck or nothing or just empty quick carbs that aren't going to sustain you for long, then I think these things will be super helpful for you. So let's just kind of dive into this concept. So the idea of meal prepping is very simple. It's just about preparing certain ingredients or your entire meals ahead of time so that it saves you time throughout the week rather than waiting for when it's lunchtime or the night of when you have to kind of scramble to try and make dinner when you're tired meal prepping can be very helpful to avoid this the scenario that we all kind of run into where it's you know, seven, eight o'clock, and you haven't even figured out what you want to make for dinner. So now you're kind of running out of time. And so you decide, you know what, let's just go to McDonald's or Taco Bell because I'm so tired, I don't have time to make dinner. Or you're just kind of relying on whatever you happen to cook for your kids. And so you're just kind of eating their leftovers when it would have been a lot more beneficial to you if you had pre-made some items that you could have used throughout the week and stayed on track with your goals or just on track with the things that make you feel good, the things that give you energy. And ultimately, that is the goal that I want you guys to take from this. It's not about restriction. It's not about depriving yourself of things that you enjoy. This is just about making the type of eating that you want more convenient for you. So whatever works for you. So let's dive into this and chat about it. So first thing that I wrote down is my absolute favorite method of meal prepping. It's to me super simple and it takes kind of the complexity out of meal prepping because I think so often we go on Pinterest or we watch somebody's meal prepping video and it's so complicated. It takes them hours on end. It takes up an entire day or an entire weekend just to prepare all of your meals for the week. And I think that that paints this picture of meal prepping that doesn't need to happen. I think we think of meal prepping and think it has to be this extensive, crazy 
very time consuming activity when I, I like it to, to be more simple. So for me, the method that I tend to use, my husband and I, we tend to use kind of like the mix and match method. Now, again, this isn't something I just made that up, but this is the concept that we use. And I think probably a lot of people do as well because it's so simple. So what I look for in my meals, and this is going to depend on whatever diet or nutrition strategies you're following for you. But for me, I like to make sure that I have a source of protein, a carbohydrate, and a vegetable. And then on top of that, I definitely make sure that I also have a great source of fat in whatever meal that I'm prepping. But that usually is pretty easy to add. Fat is usually pretty easy to add in terms of like a dressing or something like that. That's usually where that ends up coming from for me. So in terms of meal prep focus, I focus on a protein, a carbohydrate, and some sort of veggie source. So the mix and match method is that what we do each week is we kind of decide a very general idea of what protein, carbohydrate, and veggie source we'd like to have for the week. We usually pick two to three in each category, depending on what our week look like, looks like. If we've got a ton of time at home where we're going to be prepping meals every single day, we usually add a little bit more variety and lean towards kind of the three side of things, three protein, three carb, three veggie, so that we have variety. But oftentimes we usually go for two because we have a day that we're going to be really busy or I'm going to be eating at the hospital or we're going to eat out one night or something like that or we have a dinner with friends. So usually we end up going for two in each category. And so I we go through our week. We plan out what we're going to have. We don't go to the extent typically where we're like, we're going to have lemon butter garlic chicken with poached eggs and <laughs> I don't know, whatever kind of veggie. We don't go to this complicated recipe level, typically. Sometimes we'll plan something really nice for ourselves and that's where we'll actually follow a recipe. But typically we just tend to pick a couple sources of protein that we're going to go for for that week, a couple types of vegetables that we want to cook in whatever way, and a couple forms of carbohydrates. So example, we pick Typically, we go for like a lean protein. So we'll go with chicken, whether that is chicken breast, chicken thighs, or uh, ground chicken, whatever plan we have. So we pick one of those, and then we might go for a fish. So we might go for like a tilapia or a salmon, or if you want beef, you could pick a ground bison or beef or something like that. Pick a couple versions of a protein. Doesn't have to be complicated. There's tons of options. You really want to just make sure that you're getting a good source of protein. You can also go for veggie options. We do that quite frequently as well. So you might pick tofu or seitan or tempeh, tons of options in terms of veggie proteins as well or beans. So all you're trying to do is identify two or three different options for yourself throughout the week. Then you can decide how you're going to prepare them. And again, does not need to be complicated. You could you know, just prep them with some seasoning. You, you might just buy like a little, sometimes we'll just buy like a seasoning packet that's for kind of a taco style seasoning chicken, or there's probably a marinade that we could use for like beef. It might be like a brown sugar garlic or whatever. There's all sorts of convenient things that you can use to prepare your meats, or you could just throw them on the grill. Doesn't matter. Just pick a couple proteins that you like, and then pick a couple veggies that you like. So pick one or two or three 
different veggies, the more variety you have, the more vitamins and minerals you're going to get. So we typically try to pick a variety of vegetables. Um, we'll often just cut them all up together, roast them all at the same time. And then we've got a variety of roasted veggies in the, in the fridge. So we will do like asparagus and zucchini and, uh, tomatoes, whatever works for you. And then we'd usually pick a couple forms of carbohydrates. So we might pick sweet potato. We could go with brown rice. We could go with quinoa. We could go with pasta. Doesn't really matter. We just pick a couple. So again, (laughs) I know that we've talked about this for a few minutes now, so it might seem really complicated. But at the end of the day, keep it super simple. So go through your week and decide on a couple different sources of protein that you want to pre-make that are going to be easy for you. Pick a couple sources of vegetables that you enjoy that give you a variety of colors that'll provide you with some great fiber and vitamins. And then go with a couple different carbohydrates that you like. You could even make this really simple. If you aren't worried about the increased price tag and you ha- you're really going for the convenience, go to your meat counter and they probably have some pre-marinated chickens and sausages or patties that are already made up, use those. That's totally fine if that's what works for you and that's what you can afford within your budget. Pick convenience foods. That's totally okay. Or frozen things. Very easy and very simple to use. They're still providing you with that really great source of protein. It doesn't really matter. I don't really care what form you're getting it in. So just pick a couple proteins that are simple for you to make. Pick a couple sources of carbohydrates that are simple for you to make. Pick a few veggies. That's all it has to be. And so we prep all of those things. We usually do it on like a Sunday or if we have time throughout the week. If we're already making dinner and we're grilling up a bunch of food, we'll just grill up a bunch of extra for ourselves and put them in top orders for the week. And then I can easily construct all sorts of different things. That's the really nice thing about the mix and match method of meal prepping is that you'll have all these things in the fridge and you can make a variety of different dishes with them. So oftentimes we'll make like a bowl. So I'll throw in some rice. I'll throw in my roasted veggies and then I'll chop up the chicken breast that we cooked, throw that on top. And then I might put like a pesto on there or for my fat, or I might add like cheese or um, different kinds of nut butters if that's really good or a dressing that I like and make a salad instead. All you're doing is using the things that you already have cooked up in the fridge and you make a variety of meals. Here's one example from this week that we're doing. We bought a bunch of different kinds of pre-made burgers because we have a really busy week this week. So we went to the meat counter. They had pre-made patties that were like turkey burgers with like feta and spinach and spices. And then they had some beef ones that were like truffle beef or something. We bought a bunch. We're going to grill a bunch of stuff tonight. And then that burger, I might eat one on a bun. And then throughout the week, I'll probably throw them into bowls and I might have it with some rice or some pasta, or I could put it between a wrap and make sort of a wrap situation. There's all sorts of options that you have with the same pieces and components. You're just putting them together in a creative way. And again, no matter what diet you're following, you can use this. So if you are on a keto diet, for example, you can just focus on making sure that you have a really great source of protein, really great source of fat, and a vegetable or whatever fits in within your diet that keeps you within your ketosis state. So just prep for whatever is going to work for you and whatever makes you feel really good. Just make little pieces of ahead of time that you can put together in a variety of ways. This makes it so that 
you aren't getting super bored just eating the exact same thing over and over and over. Because I know you guys have watched the videos of the bodybuilders that literally just eat chicken, broccoli, and rice for every single meal of their entire lives. I would die because it's so boring. I like to enjoy my food. So pick things that you actually like and just put them together in a way that you're getting all the good stuff that you need that makes you feel good. The vegetables, the rice, the chicken. Sometimes I would just put like all that stuff or sausage that I really liked in a bowl, put it with laughing cow cheese, which sounds really funny, but you microwave it and then it kind of melts, mix it up, put some seasoning in there or some like Mike's hot honey, delicious. And I would thoroughly enjoy that. So I'd rather you enjoy your food and make things that you actually like rather than trying to follow a bland, boring meal prep diet that you found on YouTube or something like that. Okay, the other thing that I wrote down that's sort of related but is a little bit different is like the leftover method. So if you actually do have meals that you want to make throughout the week that you're planning for your family that, you know, they're going to really enjoy, this method just means that you prepare extra. You prepare more of it than you would normally make. And a lot of people don't like leftovers, so you might not enjoy this method. But if you are already making, let's say, uh, meatloaf for your family, and you have all the ingredients, you could just make two of them and then chop that up and you could put it in, again, all sorts of ways. You could put it in a bowl, you could put it with potatoes, you could put it with rice, lots of options. But if you're already making something, you're already putting in the time to do it. So a lot of times it doesn't add that much extra time for you to just make it a double recipe or a triple recipe and then maybe freezing some for a future date. So if you're making like a big chili or a stew, those are super easy to freeze. So just try and double or triple your recipe. Put it in some sort of freezer-safe container and save it. Then all you got to do is warm it up. So the leftover method is really about if you're already going to make a meal that you really enjoy that makes you feel good, just make more of it. And then you have leftovers that are easy to turn to that are in your fridge all ready to go. The next thing I wrote down is actually to stock up on staples. So for those of us that live really hectic lives, one thing that we like to do when we know we're going to have a really busy week or just in general, honestly, we have certain things in our freezer that are just kind of our our fallbacks, our go-tos when we have no other, other idea what to make. We always have them on hand and they make it really easy to throw all these little pieces together to make a meal. It's kind of like the mix and match method, but it's in pre-made ingredients so that we already have these on hand. So they're super easy to just throw together. We always have a fallback that we can rely on when we're feeling desperate at the end of the day. So my favorite place to find things for this is Trader Joe's. Now, I know that sometimes Trader Joe's can be a little bit out of people's price point. So if it doesn't work for you, I totally understand. There are probably other options at other places, usually go for the frozen section. And there's usually some really great options in any frozen section, whether that's at Walmart or whatever market you have, even at Whole Foods, even though Whole Foods is usually really pricey. I don't shop at Whole Foods often because when I do, I leave with $100 worth of groceries for like three items. <laughs> but Trader Joe's I really like because I do think they actually have a pretty good price point on things. So if you haven't checked it out, please do. My favorite, it's my favorite place to go for this purpose because they have proteins that are already pre-made in the frozen section that are really easy to warm up and really good. They'll have like pre-made rices. They have like a chimichurri rice that is so good. 
We have usually a couple bags in our freezer. They've got like cauliflower and gnocchi. That's another option that we always have in our freezer because we just throw it in the air fryer. And then we've got a really great base for whatever we want to throw on top of the cauliflower and gnocchi. They have all sorts of varieties of that. And then they'll have some really great already prepared veggies that are seasoned and easy to warm up in the microwave. So I love to just shop in those aisles, your frozen aisles. Oftentimes we'll have some really just really easy, healthy things that you could just have in your freezers that you always know, even if you don't know what you want for the night, if you're, you know, it's 8 p.m. and you don't have any other options, you know that you could microwave a few pieces of, you know, this cauliflower rice or this rice that you really enjoy. You can throw some chicken tenders in the air fryer and you can mix it all together and have some sort of meal that's going to make you feel good. So I usually like to have staples on hand that I know that I can turn to when I'm feeling really lazy. Or it's just maybe a box meal. Those can be really good too, depending on what you're going for. Just look at the the food labels, which I know can be intimidating. If you have questions about that, please let me know. I'm happy to talk about those too. But just take a look and find something that's really easy to warm up that has what you're looking for. Usually for me, again, protein. I like to have a source of healthy fats and then a carbohydrate that I know is going to keep me full for longer. And then the last thing that I wrote down, which if you don't want to do any of the things that I'm talking about, if you feel like you don't have time for that, or if you just want to add this to your full repertoire of all these things, prep the basics. So even if you don't want to make full meals, if you're not wanting to cook up a bunch of proteins and veggies and carbohydrates for your week, if you don't like when you eat leftovers, if because some people just are totally averse to any sort of leftover situation, which I totally understand, then just prep. So the prep portion can be as simple as when you bring all your groceries in, you've got veggies, you probably bought some fruits, you might have bought some meats. And the easiest thing to do is just to pre-chop all of them. So pre-chop your veggies in whatever format you like. Make sure that you cut up or wash your fruit so that it's ready to eat so that it's easy to just grab out of the fridge. If you bought some eggs and you want to parboil some, hard boil those eggs. If you bought some meats, maybe you're planning on making them this week, you could put them in a marinade or just chop off all the fat or however you normally prep them, maybe tenderize. You could do all those little steps ahead of time so that when it comes time to actually make the meal, it simplifies that. So rather than making all of your food ahead of time, if that doesn't work for you, if that doesn't taste good to you, you can prep all the ingredients so that when it comes time to make the meal, it's really simple because you've already got all of the prep work done, which is usually most of the battle. So if you already have all your veggies and your fruits and your carbohydrates and your protein all ready for you, then it's really easy just to cook everything. Throw it in a pan, throw it in the oven, throw it on the grill, doesn't matter. If you've got all those steps done ahead of time, that can be really helpful as well. Okay, so I know that meal prepping can feel really intimidating or it just has this negative connotation because all that we think about is like meaty bodybuilders or like people that have really boring diets. (laughs) I think that it can, can bring that to mind, but it doesn't have to be that complicated and it doesn't have to have that negative connotation. All that meal prepping really is is getting ahead of your nutrition so that when it comes to the time that you're feeling lazy or that you're feeling like you don't feel like cooking or it's the end of the night and you're really tired, it just takes all the guesswork out of what to eat. 
because oftentimes that is when we turn to things that don't make us feel very good. And I say that specifically like that because I don't want to label foods as good or bad. I don't think we need that language around food. We give way too much morality to food. But I think there are foods that make us feel good, foods that don't make us feel so good. So when at the end of the night we're feeling really lazy and we go get McDonald's, a lot of us feel really sluggish. You might get headaches. You might just have your stomach hurt or you might just feel guilty because you do have some ideas around what foods are good and bad. And that's not a good feeling to have either. So really, I just I would say use this tool to make make it so that you don't have to feel that way so that you're ready for those times when you don't feel like cooking. Because, of course, there's going to be times when you feel super motivated and you say, I'm going to eat super healthy all week long. And if you just leave it up to chance, most of the time, things, life is going to get in the way. So this simple act can be really helpful in keeping you on track with your goals and keeping you on track of feeling good in your body. So Try these things out. I'd love to hear if you have your own meal prep methods that have helped you or if you have any questions about this topic. I'm always happy to answer them. You'll be seeing more recipes and things like that um, on Instagram as well. So if you're not already following, head over to Instagram. My handle is at Ashley underscore nursing co-op, C-O-O-P. So go follow over there. And if this episode was helpful for you, definitely just share it with a friend That is really how we get the message out. And if you don't mind, I know I'm already asking you to do way too much, but I would love to see what you guys think of this podcast. If it's helpful for you, I would love it if you leave a review for the podcast. That's how we share it with more people. So any of those things, I would be grateful for life. If you tag me in it, I am so happy to thank you and share your message as well, because it means so much to me when you guys message me or share it with someone it literally means the absolute world to me so please reach out i love talking to you guys and i hope that you have a really great week and i will see you on monday for our nursing episode thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op if you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way, we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.